So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad you're here, and I'm super excited to dive into today's content. We were talking about the role of a local church in recovery. And I hope to just give you guys some ideas on how you can plug into a local church if you're not plugged in yet. And if you are and you maybe maybe there's some resources and you've been shy, we could talk about what that might look like for you to actually bite the bullet and plug in. Or what is more likely to be the case, you are part of a local church and there are not any resources. What can you do then? So we're going to dive into all of that. Um, before I do that, I want to make sure you guys know I have a book. It's called The Last Relapse. I launched it about a year ago. And it is basically our system for recovery all the way from start to finish, what we walk our clients through in book form. Books typically cost, you know, 20, 25 bucks, depending on where you get them. But you guys can have it free of charge at thelastrelapsebook.com. That's my gift to you. I'm not exaggerating when I say we get emails every single day now for people thanking us for this book or for the workbook that comes with it, which is also free of charge, by the way, and you'll find out how to access that once you get the book. And people who tell us that you know their lives are literally changing from them applying the stuff that, that they learn because the concepts are scriptural and scientific, but then um, the action points are very practical and, and easy to sort of you know take, take some steps towards. And so if you're struggling in your recovery, the last relapse really is the next thing that you need. And this is not just a, a, a get free quick kind of scheme. This is how to get to the root issues uh, as quickly and as effectively as possible. So you can get your free copy at thelastrelapsebook.com. And if you do prefer a physical copy, all the proceeds that we make after Amazon and everyone takes their cut goes to funding or furthering really the gospel in Uganda and spreading it to Muslim villages. So uh, either way, it's going to go to a good cause here, and I hope you get your hands on it. Let's dive into today's subject matter. So most of you listening are probably like me. You grew up Christian. Uh, Maybe somewhere along the way, you decided to follow Christ more seriously. Uh, For me, that happened when I was about 20 years old. Uh, Maybe some of you, you didn't grow up Christian, but you've made that decision or, you know, whatever. Most of us have a value for our faith and identify with the Christian value system. And so if that is not you, this is still going to be relevant, although you might have to just you know tweak some of the details here and apply them to your situation. The whole reason that the podcast exists, the reason I wrote the book I just told you about called The Last Relapse, and the reason that we have a program called Deep Clean that helps men resolve the root issues of porn and masturbation and other sexual misbehavior all starts from my experience or lack thereof with the local church when I was rife with my 15-year addiction to pornography. During that time, I sought the local church. It's, it's not that I abstained. It's not that I was turned off by the local church and said, oh, they can't do anything for me anyway. What's the point? Screw them, whatever. That was not the case. I was active. I was leading worship at my local church. 
I was regularly attending three other young adult ministries. One of them I was on leadership for. I mean, I was super involved. And no matter where I turned, nobody was talking about this. Now, if we take it a step further, the only places that I could find any kind of useful input was online. And there were blogs and I guess there were some, you know, ebooks or PDFs or what have you, a little bit of social presence from, you know, some organizations like Fight the New Drug, but not really a lot going on, not a lot happening. And this was the birthplace of a lot of the work that we do today and um, certainly today's episode, which is what it should look like for the local church to actually show up in these scenarios. Now, if I'm being honest, when I was in the middle of my addiction, my addiction, all I wanted was somebody that I could talk to that wasn't going to judge me and some clarity on what my next step would be. Like, I didn't need a licensed professional sex addiction therapist. I, that would have been amazing. But I wasn't expecting my church to have one of those people on staff. I didn't need the pastor talking about it even from the pulpit, although I, I wish he was. But I didn't really even need that. I just needed a place I could go where I could safely discuss these affairs and I could get clarity on what a next step might be. That's all I was really looking for. So today I want to talk to you guys about, you know, if you're involved in a local church and you have some sway, some of the things that you should be thinking about, and if you attend a local church, you're not necessarily in any kind of leadership, and you can't necessarily affect any change, then I want to talk to you about how you can still make a difference and how you can still get the resources you need. I think in a perfect world, let's, let's start with the ideals and then we'll deviate from there. In a perfect world, the local church is actively talking about things that are sexual and things that are related to intimate relationships. They're not just doing the marriage talk. They're not just, you know, doing the don't have sex before marriage talk with their youth. They're actually talking about sex. They're talking about healthy sex lives. They're talking about what it looks like to really develop healthy, uh, healthily rather, in the sexual arenas of your lives through a spiritual and biblical lens. In a perfect world, those conversations happen from the pulpit. And sure, they don't need to happen all the time. That's not what I'm suggesting. But maybe even once a year, there's a series done on the subject matter. That's the first thing. The second thing is that at the very least, the local church has some resources. Like I'm talking about books, workshops, um, some people in their Rolodex that they could maybe send you to in the event that you want some more help in this area. And I think third option and, and or third element rather, and again, this is ideals and best case scenario, is that the church actually runs support groups for you know men that are struggling, women that are struggling, women that are dealing with betrayal trauma, um, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's the ideal. So for those of you in the local church, those would be some like kind of the three things that your church should work on establishing. And when a church has all three, it is incredible the kind of health and healing and wholeness that starts to take that starts to take place in its congregants. Now, let's talk about what happens when one of these are absent. So, if there's no conversations coming from the pulpit, 
What can you do if you're attending that church and you're like, man, I really wish my pastor would talk about this stuff, but he doesn't. Well, then you have to go to other places and other people that are talking about it, which is why, you know, you're listening to this podcast. Uh, It's why maybe there are some other podcasts out there you can listen to or some other places that maybe run during the week. Again, I I don't think that you need to leave your local church over this. Uh, Stay faithful there, plug in. But, you know, maybe if if you're looking to hear people talk about this stuff, you're going to have to look somewhere else. That solution's not too bad, not the end of the world. Second, the second thing we talked about is providing resources, okay, whether those are books, podcasts, some kind of referral network, you know, there's no end to the list here, but we talked about what it would look like for, um, you know, a local church to have that and how valuable that would be in the event that they don't. You then must take it upon yourself to find those resources, all right? So today, we've already talked about my book, The Last Relapse. There's many other recovery books out there as well. There's tons of places you can get more resources. I mean, even uh, on Instagram, we give away probably a one-page document with some, you know, quick, like quickest way to resolve your root issues, how to handle triggers, uh, doing a Bible reading plan uh, pretty soon, or maybe we did that last week, actually. Anyway, there's different places you can get your hands on resources. So these these two, these first two pillars, these are not places to get mopey about like, Oh, my church doesn't, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yes, we know that the local church probably could be doing a better job. Rather than throwing stones, let's try to be the change here and at least be proactive in our own journeys. Because you don't want to stay a victim. You don't want to be like, well, I guess, you know, I guess there's no resources for me. The local church didn't have it. You know, woe is me. Like, you have to be a little bit proactive. Now, the third pillar we talked about is getting into a group, right? Getting into a program, following a curriculum. Again, these are things you can do outside of the local church. You don't need the local church to do it. There's lots of places that you can go to do that. You know, we have a program here called Deep Clean. Jay Stringer has his journey course. He's made it very affordable. Pure Desire has resources. Uh, there's, There's lots of places out there that you can get the help you want affordably and relatively effectively. So what you can kind of see here is in the perfect world, here's the three things the local church has. If you don't have these things, there's other ways for you to get them. Now, let's talk about the the glue that kind of unites these two parties together. That is you being proactive. Now, whether you're on the leadership side or you're on the congregant side, I would encourage you, it's time to petition to have some of these things in place. And what you want to do is you want to look at what is what is my local church already doing and how which of these things would be the easiest to integrate into their existing systems and structures because here's the reality if your if your church doesn't run any groups like they just they basically say hey just go meet on your own and and hopefully it all works out and maybe there's like a couple groups but it's not like a formal part of the church so if that's how your church operates, then you starting a support group is going to be like pulling teeth. But maybe, maybe at the back of the church is a library of different books and workbook materials and things that people can rent out. Well, then maybe you need to petition to get a book there about addiction recovery, porn addiction recovery. Because again, the system or the structure is already there and you're integrating with it. That is the easiest way to plug in. 
if your pastor doesn't really talk about a lot of taboo subjects from the pulpit, it might be hard to twist his arm to actually get him to talk about this stuff. But maybe if you could demonstrate that a lot of people in the congregation have need for it, he would be willing to bring in a guest speaker to talk about it or somebody in the congregation that's had their own experience that could share their story, right? Because there's already that system and structure. Somebody speaks from the pulpit every Sunday and rather than the pastor taking that upon his own shoulders, maybe he'd be willing to go find someone else. So these are the things that I would love for you guys to be thinking about. Not just like, okay, the church doesn't provide me this. Here's where I'm going to get it instead. But what could I do to better my local church and to affect some positive change? Now, you have to be realistic in your expectations. Pastors move slowly for the most part, and local churches are slow-moving organisms. Um, the ones that, that move quickly are the ones that we all hear about that are reputable. But generally, your typical local church, it just takes time. That's just the way it is, and it's better to accept it and work within those confines because there's a reason for it. And those reasons are beyond your control. The second thing that you want to do is you want to you want to have an understanding heart. You know, there's uh, there are reasons why your pastor isn't willing to talk about it. Maybe he has his own struggle. He's embarrassed. He's afraid that if he talks about it, that maybe your opinion of him will change. Yeah, Sathya, but that's the point. You know, obviously, if he shared about it, we would love him more, and you know, and it would give other people a chance to recover. Of course, he probably knows that too. It doesn't make it any easier for him to just step out and talk about it. So again, you want to have an understanding heart. And the last thing I would say, the last major takeaway, guys, is take the parts of the local church that are working and integrate it into your recovery. Now, if your church has none of these things, okay, they're not talking about it from the pulpit, there's no recovery resources, and there's no groups running or no curriculum that they offer that you can use to to get free of porn. What does the local church offer you that could be of value? Because for me, my local church experiences didn't provide any of those things. But what the local church did provide was a safe place where I could encounter God. So that was the role they played. And you know what? Some of those encounters led to breakthrough, revelations, clarity, things that helped me in my recovery journey. So if they can't offer any specific solutions or resources in the arena of recovery, At the very least, they should be able to help you develop spiritually, which in turn should help you quit pornography and other sexual misbehavior. Now, you'll probably need some other things running in parallel. Okay, like this is these are indirect components now. So you need some other some other things that are going to help you and really fuel the fire. And I'll have to, you know, I'll leave it to you to figure those things out and what they are. But the point here, guys, is the local church can be used to assist you in some way, shape or form. It just requires the right attitude and the right heart posture to see it. And once you do, uh, like me, I, I don't know that I've ever really felt salty about the local church. I, I sometimes maybe come across that way, but really, uh, without the local church, I wouldn't have made the recovery that I did. Certainly not as quickly and not as effectively. So it, it plays a role, and that was a lo- those are local church experiences with zero resources, absolutely zilch to offer me directly. So the point is you have a local church in your midst, you can leverage it and it will help you. It's now your job to go and get her done. So I'm cheering you guys on. I wish you an incredible, incredible day. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. 
It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.